I'm Cecilia Lay, and this is Fifth Emission. 43 years ago, a man named Gilbert Baker created a rainbow flag. It was the summer of 1978, and the flag was created as decoration for San Francisco's Gay Freedom Day Parade, what is known today as San Francisco Pride. Since then, the rainbow flag has become a symbol of the LGBTQ community across the world. For decades, it has flown above the Castro at Harvey Milk Plaza. It's where a flagpole was erected at Castro and Market Streets in honor of Milk being the first openly gay elected official in California history. But now, the rainbow flag, with its six iconic stripes of color, is being challenged by some in the LGBTQ community who say the symbol needs a major update. After the racial reckoning of 2020, critics say it's time for the Castro District and the flag to become more inclusive of other groups, including black and brown people. Here to talk about this charged debate happening right now and what it means for San Francisco is Tony Bravo. He writes about arts and culture for The Chronicle. Tony, thank you for joining me. There's this debate happening in the Castro about the iconic rainbow flag created by Gilbert Baker decades ago. How did it start? This debate has probably been going on below the surface in the community for longer than the public discussion. Last summer, the Bay Area Reporter, the uh, LGBTQ community newspaper here in San Francisco, wrote a board editorial asking the Castro Merchants Association, which oversees and maintains the flagpole at Market and Castro, uh, right above Harvey Milk Station and Plaza, uh, asking that a more contemporary and, uh, quote, more inclusive flag be flown from that pole. So notably, this happens in the summer. This happens after, um, of course, the major reckoning that begins around the issue of race after the murder of George Floyd, Mm -hmm. and also after a major reckoning in the Castro, after a town hall meeting, Uh, that was held by the Bay Area Queer Nightlife Coalition about the history and the present issues of uh, racism and racial bias within the nightlife world there. Uh, So this editorial um, comes at a moment when not just the Castro, not just San Francisco, but much of the United States is having discussions about who is represented and where systems have had bias or racially discriminatory practices. So at the center of this debate, who are the main stakeholders? What are the two sides of this debate? I think this is a debate with many sides and perspectives, but the two primary players at the moment are what is called the Castro LGBTQ Cultural District, which would like to see a more contemporary and they say more inclusive flag flown from the pole at Market and Castro Street above Harvey Milk Plaza, and the Castro Merchants Association, which actually has uh, responsibility and stewardship of the pole and who uh, want to see the Baker flag to continue to fly and are suggesting that a additional pole be added to fly a contemporary flag. And there's also petitions being passed around about this discussion, right? There are two change.org petitions at the moment. The first was started last year by Gage Lennox, advocating that the Merchants Association consider flying a more contemporary flag. And the other petition is actually by the Gilbert Baker Foundation, which is a nonprofit group that advocates for Baker's legacy 
and the pride flag uh, that was started uh, after Baker's death. Mm. And of course, we know how heated these discussions can get. What was it like for this particular discussion about the flag? Did it get heated in the community? Absolutely. I think all you have to do is look at Facebook pages, uh, Twitter posts from the cultural uh, district, from uh, from the Merchants Association. Look below at the comments. <laughs> look at comments on either of the change.org petitions. I had people decline to speak on the record. Uh, many people whose names are very familiar within the LGBTQ community who are uh, worried about the toxicity of the climate in one uh, person's words. Uh, There is also a feeling among some that this might be a case of, quote, the left eating its own uh, from one business owner who asked to remain anonymous. And there were even fears expressed that uh, discussions like this could be something that could result in uh, results that are not favorable to the LGBTQ community at the ballot box. Hmm. Well, let's talk about what flag people are proposing to change it to. Like, what does that look like? What does a more inclusive flag look like? And what are they hoping to say with a new design? The cultural district is not officially proposing any one particular new flag. Many in the community are suggesting that something called the Pride Progress flag be flown. Uh, that was designed by a uh, artist named Daniel Quasar in 2018. And some see it as an evolution of Baker's flag. It takes the rainbow uh, of Baker's flag as sort of the starting point or the background mm-hmm. and then adds a triangle that has the black and brown stripes that were added on something called the Philadelphia Pride flag a few years before that that were added for racial uh, inclusivity and values of diversity. And then in an additional part of that triangle are the uh, blue, white, and pink colors of the transgender flag. Is this debate about racial inclusion? You mentioned the transgender community. Who are the loudest voices behind wanting a different flag? I think the uh, cultural district is taking the lead in wanting a change on, in what's on the poll at Market and Castro. Within my discussions with the cultural district, there were things explained to me about the overall history of feelings of uh, the exclusion of people of color from the Castro that uh, I think put into context that when we're talking about the flag we, we're not just talking about a physical object. We're talking about a symbol that uh, takes on many associations, that takes on many feelings, uh, and also that sometimes symbols go on to take on meanings and associations that are not necessarily what was intended by the artist. We'll be right back after a short break. You can support Fifth Emission and the newsroom that creates it by signing up for unlimited Chronicle access at sfchronicle.com slash pod. Tony, I know you spoke to Carnell Freeman for your story. He's one of the executive co-chairs of the Castro LGBTQ Cultural District. It's the group that supports having an updated flag flown from the poll. Let's hear him weigh in on why inclusion has been hard in the district and why changing the flag would be an important step. We've had a a very challenging last past year 
uh, with the uh, you know the murder of George Floyd and many other people, as well as uh, trans uh, uh, women who have uh, been killed, black women. And so when we think about uh, the LGBT community, uh, similar issues uh, still exist, um, and the Castro is no different. Lots of people will say that the the pride flag as it stands now, lots of brown people, trans people. Um, black people will say that that doesn't represent them. My personal experience, I'm a black uh, gay man, uh, part of the LGBTQ community. Um, I will say that, you know, I've experienced my own sense of exclusion, uh, whether it's uh, seeing posters that don't include people that look like me um, or events that don't seem to cater to people like myself, whether it's music or uh, you know, different types of events. We have heard that there is uh, the suggestion of having like a second flag coal um, in the Castro. And we certainly believe that we should be able to make changes to the existing flagpole because that change we can do immediately. And it does have a symbolic importance given that it's the only flagpole in the Castro. I think there's just challenges on both sides in terms of how do we, how does that look? Uh, because we have to certainly recognize the importance, the legacy uh, the history of the flag that stands there now, the Gilbert Baker flag. But we also have to understand that, you know, when we look towards the future, we want to know where we where we sit, where we stood at, at this particular point in our time, where people are recognizing the issues facing uh, Black queer people, Black people in general, as well as transgender people. It's not taking away from the past or taking away from the legacy and the history. I think we are building upon that, or we could build upon that with a flag that's more inclusive. Before George Floyd, I feel as though people had to see what exactly has been going on and what Black Americans have been talking about for ages in terms of uh, the brutality, the uh, injustice that exists within our community. What we're talking about is a, is a functional flagpole. So that means that we're not you know, looking to get rid of the Gilbert Baker flag forever. We're not saying it can never fly, fly there again. What we're saying is have a functional flagpole uh, and let the community decide what flags should go there. Tony, Carnell is saying that it's time for the Castro flag to reflect progress or at least the racial awareness that's been raised across the country recently. It seems like San Francisco would be progressive enough of a city to consider this, but there are people pushing back on the idea of updating the Castro flag. Why is that? The flag has many associations to people, especially to people who were part of that, uh, what we really think of the uh, first wave of gay liberation activism in the 1970s, uh, going into the early AIDS activism of the 80s. Um, Baker's flag is a flag that people marched for their rights under. It is a flag that they carried as they were bearing loved ones during the, uh, the, the worst days of the AIDS crisis. It was a flag that was used uh, to protest in front of the White House. It was a flag that was used to illuminate the White House uh, when the uh, ban on gay marriage was officially overturned by the Supreme Court. Uh, the, the sentimentality and I think the feelings that this was a flag that was meant to include all people um, are very strong. Hmm. So what, what are the next steps now? How does this discussion move forward? I think the discussion um, will really have a, a big moment when the eventual town hall that's being proposed by the cultural district happens. Uh, they're hoping to have it sometime in late September. One of the things that the cultural district is doing is they are putting out a survey now to 
try and get the widest possible community uh, views on the issue of the flag. So it will be interesting to see what those results say about people's feelings about both the existing flag and what new possible version they think um, would be the right one for this moment. I don't think that uh, this is going to wrap up by the end of 2021. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't even know if this will wrap up by uh, Pride 2022, Mm. uh, frankly. Um, I don't think the rainbow in the overall uh, visual language of the LGBT community is going anywhere. Uh, Next year is the 25th anniversary of the pole being installed, which would make it eligible for uh, landmarking. And I think once we know what the decision on the landmarking is, we may have an answer. Tony, as someone who reports on arts and culture, I mean, I'm wondering, what do you think this current debate says about San Francisco right now? The Castro has been this birthplace of LGBTQ culture and history, but now this really heated discussion is taking place. What does it say about San Francisco? A lot of the people I spoke to on the spectrum of viewpoints really agreed that this was a very San Francisco type discussion to have. Um, It's not just because of how nuanced this is, but it also is appropriate that in a place that has a reputation uh, historically and hopefully still presently is a uh, queer cultural capital who gets to represent a community um, is a, is a very emotional topic. And I think it's an important one to revisit. So not just one person or one symbol is ever a face of, of any one community. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes this debate has also felt generational Mm -hmm. because people have grown up with Baker's flag. And I think there is a perception that, um, Millennials and younger are more open to certain types of change and have grown up with certain types of conversation about uh, systemic racism and even as specific as in neighborhoods like the Castro might see the changing of the flag less as an erasure and more as an expansion. Uh, What the Castro is going through, I think, is similar to what the country is going through, just in a smaller LGBTQ kind of microcosm. Mm. Uh, Images matter. Representation matters. And uh, who feels included by images, I think, is a discussion that's been long overdue in many communities. Tony, it's a fascinating discussion. Thank you so much for talking to me about it. Thanks for having me here. Tony Bravo is the Chronicle's arts and culture columnist. You can find his story about the movement to change the pride flag online now at sfchronicle.com or on the Chronicle app. I'd like to thank him and Carnell Freeman from the Castro LGBTQ Cultural District for joining me today. There will be a town hall in late September to discuss next steps on what will happen to the Castro's iconic flagpole. If you'd like to weigh in, there is a survey you can fill out. You can find it on the social media pages of the Castro LGBTQ Cultural District on Twitter. They're at Castro LGBTQ. Thank you to Karen Creighton for producing this episode. And thanks to you for listening.